Next on News for the Soul, Inspiration to Creation with Nina Amir. Nina is known as the Inspiration to Creation coach. She's an intuitive transformational catalyst who elevates consciousness by reminding you who you are, a spiritual being having a physical experience. She'll inspire you to rethink your limiting beliefs, rise to your potential, and become a powerful creator who can live a human life that feeds your soul. Please welcome Nina Amir back to News for the Soul. Hello, and welcome to the Inspiration to Creation show. I hope you're having an inspiring day so far wherever you are and that you're creating the things that matter most to you. It's a great day to get inspired and create something soul-aligned, wouldn't you agree? So let's get in spirit and create something amazing as inspired creators. I'm super excited about today's show. I've been sharing the same information I'm going to give you, basically, during the Create What Really Matters to You Masterclass, which I mentioned to all of you at the end of the last episode. That was actually a class on implementing what I call the Inspired Creation Method, and I want to share that with you today and during my next one or two episodes. Before I dive in, I want to tell you that this show was pre-recorded because the final session of that masterclass was actually at the same time as this show. So no questions or coaching this time, but email in your questions, and I'll answer them during my next episode, which will be part two of this one, and that'll be on March 11th, so be sure to tune in for your answers and part two. If you've forgotten, the email is on the air at tellus.net, T-E-L-U-S.net. All right, so let's start creating, shall we? To start creating what matters to you, which we discussed in my last session, you need to first see yourself as a creator. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in your old ways of seeing yourself, not a creator of what matters. I used to see myself as someone unable to create what mattered, as unsuccessful, as unhappy, as a bad businesswoman, a failed entrepreneur, a bad marketable marketer, unlovable, unattractive. I didn't see myself as a creator. So it's no wonder I didn't create what mattered to me. And that's also why I struggled with law of attraction and, you know, manifesting and all those things. So how do you see yourself and talk about yourself? Do you say, I'm stupid, I'm a failure, I'm unworthy, I'm disconnected from source or spiritual guidance? Or do you say, I'm successful, smart, deserving, a psychic, connected to collective consciousness? Until you see yourself as a creator, well, first of all, you want some of those positive identities for sure, but ultimately you want to see yourself as a creator. Until then, you won't fully step into your power to create what matters to you. You're creating from your old identity and beliefs and interpretations instead, and we'll talk more about this as we continue on. So being an inspired creator is the most effective way to access your inherent God-given ability to create what matters to you in a, an intentional, authentic, soul-aligned matter. So how do you do that? You do it with the Inspired Creation Method, which I'm going to be talking about. Now, the Inspired Creation me- Method has three pillars, a creator mind, aligned expression, and inspired action. When you put all those together, you're going to get inspired creation. Okay, so today we're going to be only talking about the creator mind, and I'll come back and talk about aligned expression and inspired action in, in next, my next uh, episodes. All right, so the problem is that most people 
Don't create lives filled with what matters to them, lives they really love. Instead, their lives are filled with the shoulds and the musts and doing things because they're expected to or avoiding criticism or because of lack, their perceived lack, and things they fear or don't want. Right? All of that is, you know, these are things that are not going to help you create a life that feeds your soul. Instead, what you're doing is you're creating, as Henry David Thoreau would say, a life of quiet desperation. Now, one reason for this is you let your circumstances dictate whether or not you create what matters. You don't use your creative ability to create despite your circumstances. So what are circumstances? Circumstances are things like not enough money, not enough time, too busy. I have other obligations and responsibilities. Life happened. The dog ate my homework. The kids are sick. The sitter didn't show up. I broke my ankle. Any of that. Those are circumstances. And for most people, you're letting those get in the way of creating what really matters to you, of, of creating in general. So the mistake really is that you're creating your life based on what you think you can do, think you should or must do, believe you're expected to create, want to avoid what you fear, experienced in the past. You're creating based on what you think of yourself, your current circumstances, um, what you think are the reasons you can't create what you want or what matters. And all of that is a broken strategy that leads to regrets lots of them at the end of your life. And that strategy won't lead to a life filled with the things that matter to you or a life you love, one that's soul aligned and authentic. Now, I understand all this because I've been there, done that. I wasn't creating what mattered to me. For years I looked, and I think I talked about this last time, but it's worth repeating. For years I looked successful from the outside looking in, but it but I wasn't successful in so many ways, and I hated my life, and it wasn't soul aligned. I had done all the personal and spiritual growth stuff, but none of it worked for me. You know, I'd read the books and taken the courses and gotten coached and done hypnosis, and none of it was working for me, not 100%. And my marriage was failing, and my health was failing, and I was working a business I didn't enjoy and didn't even intend to create and not making any money at it, even though I was working like 24-7. I also wasn't writing the books I really wanted to write. I had also done all the new age woo-woo stuff. You know, the vision boards, the um, visualization, the affirmations, you know, all of it. I tried it and found it only worked sporadically, not consistently. And I was starting to feel like really none of it worked. And putting all the blame outside myself. It was my husband's fault, my agent's fault, my circumstances' fault. Um, anything and everything, it was that fault, not mine. You know, it was the fault of the programs, the coaches, the hypnotist, the books, all of it. Maybe you can relate. And that was then I realized I was stuck. I was really stuck, and I needed to do something to get unstuck. So I happened to come across a program, and it spoke to me. It was a transformational coaching program, and I joined. And, and because I was ready to look at my blind spots and to take responsibility, I began to make some changes, little by little. Matter of fact, friends would say, you've changed, and I didn't see it yet. But 
what I realized was I was creating the issues in my marriage, in my work, in my health, all of it. I was the problem. I was the common denominator. And I had to change on the inside if I was going to change anything on the outside. I had to take responsibility for what I was creating and change who I was being at a very, very core level. And that would then create a domino effect. It would change my thoughts and my beliefs and my actions and my identity. Actually, first my identity and then the rest followed. So to create what really mattered to me and fix the issues in my life and myself, I had to take responsibility for all of it. And in the moment of doing that, I stepped into being a creator. I created all of this. I am a creator. I created all of this. It's my responsibility for creating it. And so, yes, I stepped into being a creator, and I intentionally, authentically, I, I, I realized that I intentionally and authentically create what matters to me by listening to and acting on my spiritual guidance, my intuition. I hadn't been doing that. I had to listen to my soul speaking to me and act on that guidance. And I had to be different. I had to do different to create different. I had to let my old self go, my identity go, and everything that went with it. And it wasn't just one identity. You know, there was the I, I'm not worthy and um, I, I never make enough money and I am a bad wife and all those things, right? I'm stupid. I'm not a good businesswoman. I, I don't know how to handle money. <clears throat> those were all identities from the past. And I had to let them go and everything that went with them, mindsets and habits, all of it. I had to step into being someone responsible for creating my life. And that's when I started creating what mattered. That's when everything began to change. I changed at a core level, and I saw myself as the creator of my life. And if I created what I didn't want or what didn't matter, I could create what mattered to me and what I wanted. By making that shift, I saved my marriage. I moved to a new place to start over with my husband. I began focusing on the work and books that inspired me and that I was passionate about and that were on purpose for me, I started taking care of myself, and I changed the quality of my life. With that change in identity, I am a creator, I changed who I was being, how I was thinking, what I was believing, and what I was doing, my reactive habits in particular. I began responding to my circumstances as a creator, and now is your chance to do the same. That's why you're here listening. That's why we're talking about this. I created what really mattered to me, a life I love, an authentic and soul-aligned life, a life that feeds my soul, and I want the same for you. So how do you do that? By changing your identity, just like I did, to I am a creator. I create my life. I am a creator. And using what I now call my inspired creation method. And as I said, Three pillars to that are creator mind, aligned expression, and inspired action. You put those together and you're going to get some inspired creations. And I really believe that the inspired creation method is the most effective way to access your inherent God-given ability to create what matters to you in an intentional, authentic, soul-aligned manner. Now, you are a creator. And we've talked about this in other sessions, but why don't you create what really matters to you? Well, you lack clarity on what's important to you or your values. You take inconsistent action or misaligned action. 
Your thoughts or beliefs block your creations. You aren't open to receiving your creations. You aren't listening to and acting on your spiritual guidance. You aren't expressing your true identity as a creator. You aren't being someone who can create what matters to you or what you want. You're stuck in the future or the past. You're afraid. You aren't taking responsibility. Now, I, I know that it's easy to stand in a position and point your finger and say, it can't be my fault. It's something else's fault. And you're pointing your finger at whatever that is. But remember the old saying that if you point your finger at someone or something, there are three fingers pointing back at you. I blamed my husband. I blamed my literary agent. I blamed lack of money, lack of time. I blamed everything except myself. And that kept me stuck. It was only when I stopped doing that and took responsibility that I got unstuck. So you have to get to the point to admit you are creating. You're creating all the time, whether you like what you're creating or not. So I got a couple examples for you. So I remember a time when my husband was super unhappy in his job. And every day he would come home and he would say things like, I hate my job. I wish I didn't have to go to work tomorrow. Um, I really wish I didn't have this job. Um, I hate my job. Uh, Over and over and over again. And so one day he comes home and he says, well, today my boss and I agreed that this wasn't really working out for either one of us. And so, you know, I'm leaving in a month. We, We made a mutual agreement for me to leave. And then he said, you know, I don't understand why this happened. I, you know, I I don't want, you know, I I, I didn't want to have this end. You know, why did this happen? And my response was, all you've talked about with emotion and thought about with great emotion is not wanting this job, hating this job, not wanting to go to work. No wonder that's what you created. Now, there's also my son. He might not like me talking about this because he doesn't believe it's true. But one of the things that's happened to him is over his the course of his life, he has been disappointed many times. And so he will say to me, I, I refuse to get my expectations up. I'm never going to expect anything ever again because I'm always disappointed. So why would I expect it? I'm just disappointed. Well, what do you think he creates? More reasons to be disappointed all the time. And so he's creating that. He doesn't want to. And then look at me. I told you. Didn't like my work, you know, my business, wasn't writing the books, uh, my marriage failing, all that stuff. And I was just, you know, I, I was thinking about that all the time. I was so angry all the time. I was continually creating the things I didn't want, the failing marriage, the failing health, the no money coming in from my business, working 24-7 and not making any money or even really liking what I was doing. I was continually creating that by focusing on disliking my job, not having the time to write the books I really wanted, the agent who didn't want me to write those books, hating my marriage, resenting my husband, disliking my body, being angry. I was creating all of it. So to get out of your own way, you have to become an inspired creator because that's the issue is you are in your own way. Your thoughts and your emotions and your, you know, your mindsets and beliefs and and reactive ways, that's all getting in your way. You are in your way. And you have to 
get out of your own way. So I think we can all agree at this point that you're creating all the time, but you aren't always creating what matters to you or what you want. The main reason is because you are in your own way. Specifically, your human self is in the way of your spiritual self. You see, the brain stops you from creating. The brain is a human physical function, and it stops you from creating. So I want to invite you right here and now to make sure, you know, to make sure you're super aware of how your brain will tell you you have no time, no money, no, you know, something's not important, something's more important, yeah, you aren't good enough, and keep you from being the creator you are and creating the life you really want. It makes you afraid because it's the brain. It is the reptilian part of the brain, the instinctual or dinosaur brain, as it's called, the oldest part of the brain, that is always afraid. Well, I wouldn't say it that way. I would say its job is to, its job is to keep you safe. And anything that's different, even if it's in your mind good, is seen as different and scary. And so the reptilian brain is going to tell you that's scary, don't do it, that's a bad idea, um, you don't have time, all those things, because it just wants you to keep doing what you've always been doing, even if what you've always been doing doesn't allow you to create what matters to you and what you want. It's always going to do that. And if you decide to come back in two weeks, I'm going to talk about the difference between intuition and what the mind tells you, the difference between brain guidance and spiritual guidance, because we want to be creating based on our spiritual guidance system, so we have to be able to tell the difference. Now, you know, you might be thinking, what about the mind? You're talking about the brain. Well, the mind is sort of a f outside the brain, and, you know, uh, close to collective consciousness or divine mind. We're just really talking about the human function, the physical function of the brain right now and how that stops you from creating. So remember what I always tell you. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. Your spiritual self provides guidance. Your human self acts on the guidance or not. And if the brain gets involved, it's probably going to be not. But that's probably not how you see yourself right now. You probably don't see yourself as a spiritual being having a human experience and having spiritual guidance, right? So what is your current identity? You can write down, if you have a piece of paper, I am blank, or just fill in that blank. And you may have more than one thing. I am a mother. I am a parent. I am a student. I am a, a leader. I am a CEO. I am... Uh, a writer, I am an artist, I am, and then we get into some other things, like I am unworthy, I am someone who never knows, I am an overthinker, I am uh, sick, I am, uh, I am uh, someone who never knows what to do, I am untrusting, right? What's your current identity? Hopefully there's some positive identities in there, but for a lot of us, we have a bunch of negative ones. Negative meaning, you know, positive and negative meaning, supportive and unsupportive, really. Your identity keeps you stuck, 
creating what doesn't matter and what you don't want because it's an identity based on the past. Identity formed by programming from others like teachers and coaches and ministers and priests and rabbis and from your experiences. So if you were abused, you might have the identity, I am a victim. If you um, were told by a teacher you're not good at math, then you have the identity as I'm not good at math, right? These are all keeping you stuck in the past, and all that happened in the past. And you're creating from that old programming and from who you were or what happened to you or what somebody made you think or what you decided to think about yourself. So your identity keeps you stuck creating what doesn't matter and what you don't want because that identity comes from the past, not from the present. It is the other brain-based human aspect that blocks your way. Now, just a little more science, your brain actually sets your identity. The neocortex, which is the rational or thinking brain, is where identity is supposedly formed. Memories are formed there. So it makes sense that memories and emotions are all coming from there. But again, to get out of your own way, to move past your identity and to move past, you know, all these, all of this, you, you have to become an inspired creator. So what is an inspired creator? I talked about this at length in episode one, but it's worth repeating here. An inspired creator is someone who creates when inspired or spiritually guided. Inspired creators decide what to create based on intuition or spiritual guidance. They act on intuition. They co-create with something bigger than their human selves, with source, all that is, the divine creator, God, whatever you want to call it. Inspired creators remove human blocks so they can access the spiritual guidance and tap into their spiritual connection. And that's the, the collective consciousness, right? Divine mind. Inspired creators consistently and courageously take action in alignment with that guidance. They get out of their own way so they can be, as Jesus would say, in the world but not of it. They express as all of who they are, spiritual beings having a physical and human experience. And inspired creators have the identity of creator, and therefore they access their inherent creative power and as a result, they create a lot of things that matter and they live lives that feed their souls. So I talked about this in that first episode too, but again, worth, worth repeating. What is inspiration? I'm not going to go to the dictionary definitions this time. I'm just going to tell you what I think. I define inspiration as an experiential internal knowing. It's the moment when the soul or spirit or both send you a clear message about where to focus your attention, what action to take, or what to create. Ultimately, I believe inspiration is having the experience of your spiritual nature guiding your human nature. Now, I think it's worth making a distinction, and I don't think I've done a show on this yet, but I, I will at some point, and that is that you're a creator, not a manifester. I know I'm a law of attraction coach. You know, everybody says you're a manifester. You're a manifester. You can manifest things. I say you are a creator. You were born a creator. You are a creator and you create. So why do you want to be a creator rather than a manifester? Well, 
A manifester, and here is a dictionary definition, is someone who has the ability to materialize or represent something in visible, outward, perceptible form through occult phenomenon. I don't believe you need occult phenomenon. I don't believe you need, you know, you're going to materialize your jaguar, boom, out of thin air. I just don't. We live in a physical world where, where we have to do things in order to create things. And I just feel like manifester seems way too out there and, um, oh, I need to know how to do these rituals and light the candles correctly and whatever for me to create what I want. I have to attract it to me. And what if I don't, you know, don't have the right vibration and whatever. And I'm not saying that energy and vibration isn't involved and some of the things we talk about and the law of attraction aren't involved in creating. I just don't really like that definition. I prefer creator. A creator is someone who creates. The definition, someone who creates, usually by bringing something new or original into being. I can do that. Here's the thing. You have an inherent ability to create because you were born a creator. And we can create if we set our minds to it, if we set our actions to it, right? We can bring something new or original into being because we are creators. And when you take on the identity of I am a creator, then you are someone who creates, period. You create consciously, subconsciously, intentionally or unintentionally, but you're creating all the time. We already discussed it. And when you remove the blocks to achieving your spiritual and physical or human potential, you open to your true power as a deliberate and intentional creator. All right. So let's deep dive into the first element of the inspired creation method, okay? Creator mind. Here we need to be concerned with the fact that your thoughts matter. <laughs> that your thoughts matter. Where your attention goes, energy flows. You've heard it. Your thoughts are creative. You've probably heard that before. What you think about, you bring about. Common, common adages. So what you need to do is to think about what matters to you, not what doesn't. Think about what you want, not what you don't want. Now, I was awfully stuck in my marriage thinking about what I didn't want my husband to be doing and how I didn't want him to, behaving, to be behaving. That didn't help me create something different. just made me angry and resentful, and I created more of it. Think about your soul's desire, not what you don't want. Think about... You know, let me rephrase that. Think about your soul's desire, not what you don't want, think you should want, believe you're expected to want, or anything like that. Okay? As long as you're thinking, like, I don't want to, um, you know, I, I don't want to look at my bank account and see that it's empty, that's what you're going to create. Right? So you're creating that. You, you need to think about what you really want and what matters to you. And if money matters to you, as an aside, why does it matter to you? Like recently I got very clear. I want my business to earn more money because I want, number one, to help my husband retire and, and ease some of his financial stress and make, our, make his retirement and our retirement pleasant so we can still do things and not be worried about money. And even more than that, I want to earn enough money to Promote my books well so that they get into the hands of, of readers or self-publish if I desire. 
So you have to know what is your soul's desire? Why do you want it? Like, why do you want that money? Think about having what matters now, not in the future. Don't think about the past, how you didn't have it. Think about right now, what matters now? Okay? Yes, we want to visualize having it in the future. We want to visualize all those things, but we have to believe we are creators and we're creating it right now. That I have it now. Universe is an abundant place. Everything we want is there. So you have to learn how to be in the present and having what matters. Focus on being someone who can create what matters to you, on being that person. So it might be that you need more than one identity. Maybe you, you know, if you want to write a book like me, you have to focus on being a writer or being a successful author because a successful author can create a book, right? A successful book. So focus on being someone who can create what matters to you. And place your attention on your spiritual aspect and guidance. It's so important to be paying attention to what we're being guided towards, okay? And to align our thoughts with that. So you know the old quote from Henry Ford, if you think you can do a thing or think you can't do a thing, you're right. And that is true. Your thoughts are so important. And so that's why we want to rewire the brain, right? So neuropsychology has um, told us that it's possible to rewire our brain, that our brains have... Um, uh, have elastic and they, they, they can change and we can create new pathways. And so that's what you need to do. You need to work on changing your thoughts and beliefs. You can try hypnosis or self-hypnosis. I've done that. You can try affirmations or better yet, as Tony Robbins would say, incantations, which have lots of energy, like I am a creator. I am a creator. <laughs> I have a, a spiritual teacher who told me that when he was young, his family lacked money and he would um, get so angry about it that he would go outside and he would walk around this tree over and over and over again, creating a path around it. And the whole time he would say, I am rich. I am rich. I am rich. I am wealthy. I am wealthy. I have plenty of money. I have plenty of money. And you know what? Today he's wealthy. And that's what he attributes it to, that he wired his brain for wealth, Right. So if you're having the thoughts like my husband about his job, you need to change that, rewire your brain to I love my job or I now have a job I love or whatever it is, right? Okay. So you're going to rewire your brain by repeatedly thinking something different, something that helps you create what you want. And you know that's how you're going to actually create new beliefs, Okay. Because neuropsychology has proven the brain has neuroplasticity. Your brain changes if you repeatedly think a thought or visualize something. So use visualization. It's a great way to rewire your brain. Okay? And I love what Albert Einstein says. I have a whole bunch of different quotes about all of this. Albert Einstein says, imagination is everything. It's the preview of life's coming attraction. So use your imagination. If you do these things, you're going to change the quality of your thoughts. You're going to think positive, aspirational, spiritually, you know, spiritual, inspirational, motivational, supportive, courageous thoughts about living as your best self and in soul alignment. You're going to change the quality of not just your thoughts, but your life. You know, Gandhi said, a man is but the product of his thoughts. What he thinks he becomes. All right. Your beliefs. Your beliefs matter. 
When you think a thought repeatedly, it becomes a belief. I believe I've said this before. I believe. <laughs> uh, so your beliefs then dictate how you see and experience the world. So you think a thought over and over again, it becomes a belief, and then your belief dictates how you see and experience the world. And then you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. Recently heard Alicia Keys say the exact same thing. So here you have to change the content of your beliefs. You have to you know, just start thinking different thoughts so that you create new beliefs. I, I always have enough. You know, I, I earn um, a great living doing what I love. Um, I, I am happy in my marriage. I, um, I am enough. I am worthy. I'm smart. Okay, start thinking these things and you will believe them over time. So you rewire your brain by repeatedly thinking something different, creating a new belief. And reinterpret your experiences from the past so they become supportive. The problem is that, you know, we're so stuck on I'm a victim because X happened to me when I was a child that, you know, that that's who we become. And, and being someone who's a victim, just as an example, and it, what it does, I'm not saying that you weren't victimized, but if you believe you are a victim, you lose all your power. You've given it away to something outside yourself. So whatever your experience is, you know, I, I was rejected by a publisher. Okay, so that doesn't mean that you are now someone who always gets rejected by publishers. Just say, you know, okay, I, I'm, a, I'm a great writer. I'm a successful author. I know I know how to become an author. Although Jack Canfield once said, if you submit your work, your, your book to like a literary agent and get rejected, what you say is, oh, I sent it to the wrong person. This time I'll send it to the right person. That's a reinterpretation of your experience. And see your possibilities different because if you're seeing your possibilities based on the past, you're going to create more of those past possibilities. <laughs> so, you need to see them differently. You need to see them in a positive light. And remove the beliefs that build, you know, that believe that remove the beliefs that build boundaries to creating what you want. Think about Muhammad Ali, who who ran around all the time saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best there ever was. He even said it's the repetition of affirmations that lead to belief. Although I believe he he was doing more what Tony Robbins said, but you know, and he said, and once the belief becomes a deep conviction, conviction, things begin to happen. So, you know, also I, I would just say that Tony Robbins um, says that everyone has a belief system that they've built largely without realizing it based on their upbringing and personal experiences and knowledge. And those beliefs then create those boundaries I just mentioned or the lack of them that the person operates within. So we interpret the world through the lens of our beliefs and those beliefs are based on the past. So we interpret the world based on the past, not the present. But you can only create in the present. That's the only place where you can create. And I, have a, I guess it's worth sharing a few other quotes. <laughs> Anton Chekhov said, man is what he believes. And James Clear, who wrote, um, Atomic Habits, I believe, says the biggest difference I've noticed between successful people and unsuccessful people isn't intelligence or opportunity or resources. It's the belief that they can make their goals happen. 
All right. So change the content of your beliefs. Believe positive, aspirational, spiritual, inspirational, motivational, supportive, courageous things about yourself and your life. The biggest difference, I think, um, in beliefs is when you believe that it's anything you want, anything that matters to you is 100% possible 100% of the time. You can create it 100% of the time, 100% possible. Believe that and see how things change for you. Okay, and the last um, kind of piece, puzzle piece of, of this particular pillar, creator mind, is identity. And I've talked a lot about identity on all my episodes, and even today I've already mentioned it. Your identity helps you create what matters. And I love what David Goggins, author, and um, I think he used to do like triathlons, all kinds of, anyway, he, he says you have to be willing to go to war with yourself and create a whole new identity. And the reason for that is that your mindset and habits flow out of your identity. When you change your identity, you change what you create. And you can choose a new identity, like I am successful, I am an entrepreneur, I am worthy, all those kinds of things. You can choose a new identity, which will help you do the thing. So if you choose to be a successful author, so if that's your new identity, I am a successful author, you will then be more able to do the things necessary to become a successful author. Okay? So you're starting sort of from the end point. Right? So you can choose a new identity, or you can choose to remember who you are and who you are as a creator. And when you choose to be a creator... To be honest, all the old identities start to fall away. They just do not align with being a creator, and so they just kind of disappear. Now, you can adopt, as I said, any identity that helps you do the things necessary to create what matters to you or what you want. Ultimately, you want to adopt the identity, I am a creator. And then you're going to rewire your brain to believe you're a creator. If you, don't, if you don't think that I sit around sometimes thinking I am a creator, I am a creator, I am a creator, I create what I want, I am a creator, I create what matters to me, I am a creator, I create my life, I create my reality, then you're mistaken because I do it all the time, especially when I feel stuck or when I realize I am in my circumstances, blaming my circumstances, then I remember this. I am a creator. My circumstances don't matter because I can create no matter what. And in that way, being a creator means you stop being a victim and take responsibility instead. When I say my circumstances aren't allowing me to create what I want, I am a victim. And I've given away my power to my circumstances. I'm a victim of circumstances. But when I say I'm a creator, circumstances don't matter. I stop being a victim and I take responsibility and I take back all my power. And that's what you need to remember is that being a creator allows you to access your personal power and your personal freedom to create what matters to you and what you really want. I always remember what my mentor, Jim Fortin, has said, my mentor and coach, being is the genesis of identity. Being is the genesis of identity. If you're not creating what you want, it's because you're not first being the kind of person who can create it. But I would go further and say it's because you're not being a creator. And Tony Robbins, again, says the strongest force in the universe is a human being living consistently with his identity. So change who you are being. Choose to be someone who can create what matters to you. Be a creator. 
So to think, believe, and be a creator, you have to change your mind. How do you do that? You create a creator mind. So I think because we're human beings, <laughs> we have to actually go through the process of rewiring our brain to be a creator. We have to create that because we've forgotten who we are. And how do we create this creator mind? By thinking new thoughts. And those new thoughts become beliefs. And so you produce different beliefs. And you adopt a different identity. You create a creator mind by thinking new thoughts, producing different beliefs, and adopting a different identity. And we'll talk more about where the spiritual guidance comes in, actually, in my next episode. So right now, you have three pieces to the puzzle, really. Um, you know, Becoming an inspired creator is like a huge puzzle with lots of pieces. And right now, you have three. You have thoughts, you have beliefs, you have identity, okay? And we'll cover more of them in my next episodes. But I want you to know that a creator mind is not enough. Like I said, there are a lot of pieces. So I gave you, I told you there were three pillars. Creator mind is one pillar of the three when it comes to the inspiration to creation method, right? Or the, I'm sorry, the inspired, that's the show, the, the inspired creation method. Okay, it's just one pillar. So it's not enough really to become a, an inspired creator. You have to also express in a manner aligned with your authentic self. And you need to open to spiritual guidance and recognize your soul speaking to you through intuition. And you have to tap into inspiration so you become an inspired creator. These are three more puzzle pieces, and I'll give you these in, a, in, in, one of my, in, in the next episode. I'm not sure if it's going to take one episode or two episodes to give you all of that. Um, because there are three extra pieces. So there are, I've given you three pieces, and what I can offer you in the amount of time we have without you actually being part of my community is, you know, in, in, the, in my Inspired Creator community is I can offer you uh, three, six, nine of the puzzle pieces. And these are three, and next time we will do, uh, you know, I've given you three, and next time we will do these other three, okay? Express an authentic manner with your authentic self, open to spiritual guidance and recognize yourself speaking to you through intuition and tap into inspiration so you can become an inspired creator. So I think I'm fairly close to the uh, mark at which I normally, when I'm live, would do my shameless self-promotion. So I'm going to just dive into that and, and say that, you know, you've gotten a taste of the masterclass that I offered, Create What Really Matters to You. And if you're sorry you missed the three-day experience, which ended today, I suggest you register for the masterclass anyway. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but just go to ninaamir.com forward slash create, all capital letters, C-R-E-A-T-E, so N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com forward slash create, all capital letters. Why would you want to register now when it's over? Well, because tomorrow you will get a link to the replays of all three sessions. Now, like I said, what I'm offering here today is very, very similar, not verbatim, to what I offered them. There are some things included in that training that 
um, are a little, you know, like I didn't think you needed me to introduce myself to you. So there are some things that I have skipped over, but it's, this is very similar. So you can register at ninaamir.com forward slash create and get the replays if you would like. And you can listen to all three sessions. Now, the other reason to do that is that at the end of the third session, which I did today, I shared about the Inspired Creator Community's new focus. And you know, I always tell you about the Inspired Creator Community at the end of my shows. It is my signature program where I offer personal and spiritual growth, transformational coaching, spiritual trainings, all of that. Um, but starting in March, the Inspired Creator Community will have a totally new focus. Well, not totally new, but a new focus. And in case you don't want to listen to those three sessions, which, as I said, are super similar to what I'm sharing with you, and will share in my next session or two, then I want to tell you about the changes in the Inspired Creator Community. Starting in a week on March 3rd, the Inspired Creator Community will focus almost entirely on stepping into your power as a creator, leaving those old identities and circumstances behind as you create what matters to you and an authentic, soul-aligned life you love, a life that feeds your soul. The Inspired Creator Community will now also become a six-month-long container. No longer can you join at any time. Okay, so this is a community of people who all want to create what matters to them, who want to be creators, inspired creators, who follow their intuition and the still small voice of their souls and spirits, people who courageously take action and create the things that matter most to them and that they want. And they're doing that in a soul-aligned, authentic way. Because what I didn't say during the show is that when you step into being a creator, that is your authentic self. And so whatever you create based on spiritual guidance is authentic to you. Okay? Now, of course, the Inspired Creator community will still offer personal and spiritual growth. I'm still the only coach there. Um, Personal and spiritual growth really are the key pieces to the puzzle of learning to step into being a creator and getting inspired, getting in spirit, as Wayne Dyer would say, and remembering how to access your intuition and spiritual guidance system. And I tell you all of this now because by the time my next episode rolls around, the doors to the Inspired Creator community will be closed until August. And I don't want you to miss this opportunity. And yes, I know I said last time, you know, I said that last time that the doors would be closed already, but I had the dates wrong. <laughs> and I've gotten them right now. So, yes, by the next episode, in two weeks, the doors to the Inspired Creator community are going to be closed until August. And I don't want you to miss the opportunity. It's time to commit to being who you really are, who you are meant to be, and creating what really matters to you no matter what. You realize it's time to step into your power as a creator Time to join the Inspired Creator community. Choose to be an inspired creator, to remember who you are and to create what matters to you. Go to ninaamir.com forward slash join ICC. N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com forward slash join ICC, all lowercase. Now, that's also on the News for the Soul website in my shameless self-promotion section. I want to ask you, do you want to continue allowing your old identities, habits, mindsets from the past to dictate what you create this year? More of what you created in the past that doesn't matter or isn't what you want? Or do you want to do it differently going forward? 
Do you want to continue allowing circumstances to get in the way of creating what matters to you and what you want or to create despite your circumstances? Are you ready to commit to your soul-aligned, authentic life, one you will love? Or are you going to continue saying you are committed and not following through? How often have you done that and said, this matters to me and I'm going to create it. This is what I want and I'm going to create it and then not follow it through. I want to tell you that how you do one thing is how you do everything. If that's how you do it, you know, wherever, you're going to do it the same way. Always. If you're not committed in one area, you're not going to be committed in another. It's time to do things differently, to do them as an inspired creator, is it not? You'll know this is for you. The inspired creator community is for you. You're going to feel the pull and your soul whispering in your ear, this is the time. Listen. Allow yourself to be pushed in that direction and take action now. Become an inspired creator by joining a community of like-minded souls, a container where you don't have to do it alone, where together you create a life that feeds your soul. You've tried the books and the courses and all of that and tried to do it alone. It hasn't worked, has it? Do it in a community with supportive people who are like you and want the things you want to create what matters and live a life of soul alignment. Do it with my support. I'd be honored. You're also going to know this is for you if, you tr- if you're tired of choosing to believe other things matter or at the expense of the things that really do matter to you. You know it's time to change your priorities. So go to ninaamir.com forward slash join ICC now. Don't wait to think twice. That's your brain telling you it's scary. But your intuition will never do that. It's just going to push you to grow and evolve. That's what's happening here. And when you join the Inspired Creator Community, send me an email at nina at ninaamir.com, N-I-N-A at N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com, and say you heard about the Inspired Creator Community on News for the Soul, and I will gift you a 45-minute intuitive reading. So please follow me on social media. Just search for Nina Amir or Inspiration to Creation Coach. And as always, I want to thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you so much. And until I talk to you next, go out there and achieve more inspired results by creating yourself and your life intentionally, by creating a life that truly feeds your soul by being an inspired creator.